0: Welcome back to Cougar Country Hometown Sports. I'm your host, Maddox. Joined by me is my co-host, Jack. We cover Canby athletics and interview coaches and players to get a better insight on what's going on. On
1: today's episode, we start off with our segment of highlights and lowlights, followed by a recap of the boys' and girls' basketball games, swimming, and wrestling. We wrap up today with a look at Pack the Gym in an interview with Canby's head coach, Craig Evans.
0: Jack, we're back for another episode of Cougar Country. How are you doing? Dude, I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Doing good. I'm yes. a little sore. Ran 11 miles <laughs> this morning, but uh, it was big good. Big time run. Saw a lot of D1 guys out there today. Nice. I was up in Portland, saw some University of Portland guys, some PSU guys. It's cool. They're nice people. Oh, yeah. Uh,
1: hit a big lift today for me, so not, not a long run, but uh, lift day. Nice. Good job. So uh, I'll start with the highlights. Um, my One of mine... Is I finally made it to a wrestling match and it was awesome. amazing.
0: Yeah. Um senior night. Senior on night can be Canby versus Weston. It was really fun. Oh yeah, no, it was a great
1: match. It was we a long one match away from winning it.
0: Yeah, we lost by three. I guess we'll touch on it a little more once we get yeah, to wrestling. Exactly. But uh yeah. Um we said we we're gonna be wrestling guys. I mean I already made promise on my commitment and whip. But this is wrestling match number two for me. And yeah. first one at home and it was it Dude, was special. It, it
1: was electric. Um and then I got another one. Uh this next week is upcoming Spirit Week at Canby Dude, High School. One of my highlights. Dude. <laughs> I'm
0: so hyped for it. Yeah. I I don't even know what days are which. I just know we have pajama day tomorrow. Oh, so I'm my stoked gosh. for
1: that. Oh, that's every day for me and Payton Myers, <laughs> like honestly.
0: <laughs> Payton's a big pajama guy, you know um, facts. with his uh, Space Jam two whatever i don't even know if you want to call those pajamas or more like spandex yeah honestly hopefully he doesn't get mad that we say that it's all right but uh yeah one of my highlights is for all my runner people out there colin solomon of uh newberry park high school in california runs a 358 um mile as a high schooler i'm done
1: I i give up i give up i'm retiring from running, if this man can beat D1 runners as a high schooler.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I saw that. on my, I checked my Instagram, and I saw it, and I was speechless. I was
1: watching because I just wanted to see if, like, he was going to even keep up. So I tuned in, and, and I tuned in right when they finished. And it says, high
0: schooler wins the D1 race. I was like, what? Yeah. Um, like, no shot. Third fastest high school mile ever.
1: Yeah, and he's, like, among nine peop- nine high schoolers to break the mm-hmm. thing from Newberry Park
0: or whatever. I just had to mention that because, you know, being a runner myself, this is an incredible feat. And Yeah, it, you know, it was crazy. Newberry Park, that whole high school, that's, like, they're yeah. insane. It's they're, almost like— Like, they could probably beat some college—like, some Division One college teams, which is ridiculous to say. Yeah, for
1: people that don't really uh, get into running right now, it's, like, IMG of cross-country— and IMG's good at everything, but like Newbury Park is the top tier running school ever.
0: For high school at yeah. the high school level. Yeah, and like breaking sub four in the mile is like crazy. Yeah. Thinking I mean, that we run like four If you 30s. take if you take a normal track like it like the one it can be, you have to run four laps of that six under sixty seconds four times yeah. in a row without stopping. So, and then my other highlight was Spirit Week was this week, but you yeah. kind of already touched on that.
1: <laughs> dude, I'm so cr- I'm so ready for it. Like I'm hyped. Yeah. Um
0: I I'm kind of bummed they took out um everything but a backpack day. Dude. I was I was kind of pumped for that. Uh I was going to bring gonna, a trash can. I was going to bring a Barrel.
1: <laughs> dude, I was going to bring a trash can, get a little um some straps
0: strap I was, t- it up to I was talking it. to Kidman and he said he was gonna bring his older brother Riley and just like have him hold all his stuff but he he, can't, he just can't say a word <laughs> to anybody the whole time that'd
1: be so funny yeah um so. so I got two low lights one of them we're gonna say basketball <laughs> uh, yeah yeah
0: I know it's a, it's a joke
1: um we're what three and seventeen <laughs> <laughs> it's about time to uh, fire Wayne Tinkle
0: You guys fell off a cliff compared to last year I know Last year Elite 8 run And and won
1: the Pac-12 tourney To this Hey, we still have a chance Hey, it doesn't matter your record when you get into the Pac-12 tourney But <laughs> if we don't make it, there's no We don't even have a shot at making the NIT
0: You know, if they, if they win the Pac-12 this year Uh You'll you can you'll catch me in some Uber gear. Oh, yeah, you will.
1: <laughs> but if they don't, I'm not wearing nothing.
0: Okay. Well, that's And okay.
1: then uh, my other low light is the Pro Bowl game, only because the tackling kind of took the
0: fun out of it. Well, you can't get anybody hurt. I mean, I would consider a highlight Justin Herbert was your offensive MVP. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. but I watched it for a little bit. That Mac Jones gritty was kind of oh, nice. Oh, my gosh.
1: It was so funny. Like, so – that's partially why this is a low light for me, only because that would have made like the highlight reel if like they wouldn't have called it dead before.
0: Yeah, I which
1: mean, is kind of dumb. But there's no way he breaks that uh, breaks that seventy yard run off if it's not called or uh, if it's not called short. You know, so. Mac
0: Jones being a Pro Bowler in the first place is kind of a question mark to Kirk me. Kirk Cousins, yeah, being yeah, in the yeah I was sure, I was just about. I was yeah. getting, I was getting there. Uh huh. Yeah. If you guys I can't tell, they, Vikings fan. Yeah, I but... know you guys can't see, but Jack's giving me a very—he's <clears throat> death-starring me at the moment. <laughs> yeah. my, um, my low light. This happened a few weeks ago. I forgot to mention it. Um, but Barry Bonds didn't make the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Um. I'm mad contra- about that. Controversial. I know if my dad listens to this, he's gonna be like, nah, rah, 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 old head. Yeah. I know, Um, right? but. So, I mean, he was around during the steroid era of the MLB, and was never actually caught. No, believe it or not, but um, him and Roger Clemens, they were like known to be using PEDs, yeah. performance enhancing drugs. Um, but they these are the type of guys that really saved baseball. Cause yeah,
1: because it, it fell off a cliff, and a few of the people, like also Ken Griffey Jr. I mean, but Ken Griffey Jr. didn't juice. Everyone no 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 did. i'm saying like saved baseball <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah
0: so yeah during that those early 2000s baseball was really plummeting and then these guys come out like him uh mark mcguire home runs. sammy sosa they all kind of saved baseball just because they hit so much home runs and it made baseball fun again yeah and i mean barry bonds is career accolades are ridiculous
1: yeah and the fact that he got skipped every single year from making the baseball Hall of Fame is ridiculous. And
0: the people, the Hall of Fame writers are just—they're a bunch of old baseball writers, um, yeah. and who have already have their preconceived notions and whatnot. And I, it's just, uh, I know. And um, and everyone who's those. Well, his head got two inches bigger. Blah blah blah. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> this guy saved baseball and altogether. It, and yeah, has seven MVPs. This dude is a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Uh,
1: talking about Hall of Famers,
0: Tom Brady retired. Oh yeah, shoot, so that did happen.
1: I just wanted to touch on that. I mean, is he gonna break the um, Peyton Manning twelve second thing? What do you mean? So Peyton Manning right now holds the record for uh, fastest in like inducted into the Hall of Fame. Oh, with well, twelve yeah. seconds. So,
0: yeah. So I think will Tom, he break it? I think
1: Tom Brady will go like sub eight. Sub so eight, okay. Putting the predictions in now.
0: Yeah, no. Tom Brady retiring, like the best football player ever. Probably oh, the greatest of all time. Probably the greatest athlete ever. Um, yeah. I mean, a third of his seasons in the NFL were championships. Exactly. Um, I mean, he played in the NFL longer than we've been alive. Yeah. Uh, you. I could talk about Tom Brady for
1: hours. I know. no, he was crazy, and to do. To win championships at 44 years old, I mean, nothing against my dad, but that's how old he is. And just looking at the difference between a Shawn guy— Sean Joyce and Tom Brady. Sean Joyce and Tom Brady. I mean, just to think my
0: dad could be winning championships right now is just insane. insane. Yeah. Um, but like, I w- The way his retirement came out was kind of scuffed. I know. Kinda- I
1: hate Andrew Schefter. Adam Scheffner Adam Scheffner
0: Whatever <laughs> Andrew whatever um, All I know is I his hate His retirement KS. came out Before he wanted to announce it Which which was kinda
1: It ruined a great moment For all sports But I mean Props to him For finally uh, Putting down the Football
0: mm-hmm, Yeah so Football legend forever will Guaranteed first ballot Hall of Famer Yeah um, Underrated acting career
1: That is true as well
0: Um, Made a cameo in Ted too
1: Yeah no, he was he was funny.
0: Yeah. So, um, well, now moving on to Canby Athletics. I'll start with swimming. All right. Um, Starting low. Go <laughs> oh, in uh, the pool. Yeah. <laughs> say just on the swim team, but um, so they had senior night last week against Westland, and the girls continue their dominance Jeez. with an eighty-eight to eighty-two win, All five and zero, five and zero on the season.
1: Most impressive that I've seen ever because I know I went I went to a swimming meet um wasn't uh I mean I don't I'm not a big swimmer. I can't I'm not amazing swimming at myself either. But to see these people do so good is crazy.
0: Mhm. I mean they ha- the girls team is undefeated. The guys also won 97 or 93 to 76. Um they're and four, and four and one. And they, one they've right? had just as much success this year. Yeah. The, these swimming programs, like...
1: Well, I'm glad we hopped on it early in uh, interviewing Avery and Jack because they're having one heck of a season.
0: Yeah, I really hope they can carry that. They have districts um, Friday... Districts next, coming up, Next right? Friday and Saturday. Yeah. So I, I really we'll hope they to do We'll have to make get, it to one of those. Mm-hmm. And I hope they do well at the state competition, too, because I know they're going to make it. Oh, yeah. Um, so, uh, Cali Mole. Good luck for that. Yeah, I just want to give out some highlights. Cali Mole won the 200 free and the 500 free. Um, the boys won the 200 medley relay And Jack Hayhurst The guest on the show yes, Won the 200 uh, individual medley Let's go
1: um, So I'm going to do wrestling Because we're uh, leaving basketball for last um, They had a dual meet And a tournament and we went to the dual meet, uh, like we said earlier. They lost forty three to forty six to Westland, but it was a very crazy atmosphere.
0: Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, we started off, we were up eighteen to six at one point, had some yes. pins. Um, the crowd was really into it, mm-hmm. um, and then we kind of went on a losing spell.
1: Yeah, we- and Matthew Hagen. So we went on a losing spell, but. We're going to say losing spill, but we faced the number seven and the number four uh, wrestlers in the state, not, let alone the number seven guy was number seven in the nation.
0: Yeah. So we faced th- some really good wrestlers, but the boys battled and competed. I want to give a sh- shout out to Jackson Doman because the guy he wrestled placed seventh at the Junior Olympics in wrestling
1: mm-hmm. and number the, one in the state in the, his weight class. Yeah.
0: And he didn't even get pinned.
1: Yeah. No, so- Jackson Doman wrestled really well. I know he um, brought a lot of, like, work to his name. Like, uh, he came in, freshman, lanky and stuff, wrestling this guy who walks out there, and he's just huge. Yeah, that guy was jacked. This guy's ripped. And you can just see Jackson's like, oh, I got. Like, he, he sees a kid that's super strong and, like, showing off all of his muscles, and Jackson's just there, I can do this. And Jackson almost had him at one point, and then... I mean pr- credit to Jackson he uh didn't get pinned. Yeah. So
0: and then they had a tournament on Friday yes. and Saturday. A, hu- a really big tournament, yeah, something I know like Easter 8th- tournament or Something like 18 teams were in it and 18th. they won.
1: Yes. Um Ty Ewers uh is 19 and 1. He did lose a game, but it was in the finals. And the team won the tournament. It was Crazy big, and I just want to say, like, the team really bounced back after losing uh, captain Zach Netter to a shoulder injury.
0: Yeah, I mean, dislocated shoulder. I was watching him, he was on the computer the other day, and like, he was trying to type, and his shoulder just was like, Yeah, <laughs> I know, but uh, I uh, have
1: weights with him, and he's just he showed me all the tape and stuff, it's just bad.
0: But yeah, the wrestling team is they've played as good or they've wrestled just about as good as anyone, and I'm really excited for districts coming up. I out. know, me too. So uh we'll start I'll go into girls basketball 2 and 0 this week. Let's go. So uh they won they started off 48 to 40 win against Tigard.
1: That's a big dub right yeah.
0: there. At home and then they went on the road to St. Mary's and won 51 to 32 after St. Mary's beat them by like 40 last time. Yeah, I Do know. you want to put on the record St. Mary's best player who's committed to the University of Oregon did transfer to Jesuit? Oh. So that kind of does help, but the girls' team is nine and seven overall, and three and four in league play.
1: So, since she transferred mid-season, does that say that she can play during the season? What or do you mean? Will she not be able to play until next year?
0: Oh no, she she probably play. She's I think she's on Jesuit's team, so I mean I guess they won't really no see way. him. But so, but yeah, two and zero this week, and I think
1: that was a it's a good week for girls' softball. Yeah, props to them. Uh, great week. So, uh, Canby boys basketball, um, went 0-1 on the week, played a Tuesday, lost 58-60 to in a last-minute thriller. I mean, we were down the whole game, and then got back up, we were up four, and then they hit some clutch shots, like, dribble down the court, set back threes back-to-back, and, and then, then... They
0: got to go-ahead layup with, yeah. like, a couple seconds left.
1: And I just want to say, we had the best, like, written-up play ever. We have five seconds left on the clock. Get the ball in. Um, we're on the far side going uh, across court. We throw the ball to Jacob Strand at half court to move the ball up and then call timeout right away. Mm-hmm. So then we have three seconds left on the clock, and then we dri- drive up a play. Alex has 19 in the game, and he's just hit six back-to-back threes. Six? Yeah.
0: Well, okay. And it was it was crazy.
1: <laughs> he had six threes and a free throw. And... Um, And then Alex gets a play written up where he uh, shoots a three. Uh, Malik Brown's in the air. Alex goes into him. They don't call it.
0: Yeah, kind of tough. don't really kind of controversial. Yeah, they don't really call fouls at the end of the games like that too much. But it sounds like he did get kind of hit. Yeah. Um, Tough loss. But, I mean, right in it. Yeah, it was a great play call.
1: Credit to uh, Craig right. Evans.
0: And uh, speaking of Craig Evans, we're going to transfer over to a, our great interview with him and uh, kind of give a highlight on Pack the Gym. Oh, yeah. We are joined by a recurring guest, Canby's men's varsity basketball coach, Craig Evans. How you doing? Doing great, boys. Good. We haven't talked to you since before the season, so kind of how's, how's the season been for you guys? The
2: you know, season's going really well. Uh, I think we're making a lot of progress. Our team chemistry is just improving every game. We're starting to really hit our stride right now. Uh, We're we're sort of just building our identity, and I think that's what you want to do when you hit February, is find your identity, perfect it, and be playing your best basketball here at the end. Exactly. Yeah, so um, you guys got a late bid into the Les Schwab Invitational. How was that experience? (laughs) That was a great experience. you know, we got the phone call Christmas morning. That's a great, uh, that's it, a great <laughs> Christmas present. Yeah, it was. Uh, Papa and I sort of caught wind earlier that we they were looking for some teams, mm-hmm. and so we made some phone calls. We were we were on the phone trying to make it happen, and then when we got the call, you know, Ben Weiniger said, "Go for it! This is a great experience. Let's do it." And so I got the guys together. I said, hey, everybody jump on a Zoom call for me at 3.15. Yeah. And a couple of them were like, it's Christmas, coach. And <laughs> I go, it'll be worth it. It'll only be five minutes. And I got to tell them over the Zoom call, and they are like, oh, my gosh. it was!" And they, you know, a lot of them, they've been watching that since they were yeah. mm-hmm. little kids, and they've always dreamed to be in it. And so I wanted to make that happen, and it was really special and a great experience for these boys. 100%.
0: Yeah, um, I mean, I started. I my first one was in like eighth grade, and it's always been. I mean, playing in them would be an honor. Um, but anyways, so you guys have started two and three um, in league play this year, which I don't really think. I think that um, that's not a real indicative of how you guys have played. But what are your kind of your thoughts on that?
2: Uh, you know, we uh, of course we want to have a better record. You know, losing it by two points at Tigard is mm-hmm. a big loss. Uh, but we knew it was going to be a tight game, and the Three Rivers League has five teams in the top twenty, and it's going to be a battle every game. And exactly. This going into the back half, you know, hopefully we make improvements to the point where it's four and two, four and one, or you know, five and two in the second half. So,
0: yeah. absolutely.
2: So, um, on the on the back side of
1: the uh, season, because we're reaching like the halfway point. Uh, what's like your mindset
2: going into the that second half? Improve every day. Mm-hmm. You know, it it's not winning and losing; it's winning and learning. Uh, we're gonna win some games, and then if we do fall behind or lose a game, we got to learn from it. We can't make that same mistake twice. And I think we've improved. And every one of our losses, we've improved from. We ha- aren't making the same mistakes we were making a month ago. So as long as we keep doing that, I'm happy.
0: Yeah, and I think you guys are going to start to catch some breaks just because I know you guys had a tough one at L O where you guys were up and then they caught a little run a little bit and then obviously a tough loss at Tigard where just you know if a few things happen differently, you can go your way. So I think you guys got a good backhand of this league play coming up. But um, I wanted to talk about Alex Evans for a little bit because I know he's kind of struggled to start the season, um, hasn't shot the ball as well as – Maybe he's wanted to, and um, I wanted to know like um, how you guys want to get him going a little bit.
2: Alex will shoot his way out of anything. Uh, he's a great shooter, and you know he's almost averaging a double double for us right now. He's about nine assists, eight assists a game, and eight or nine rebounds a game that he plays.
0: which is crazy to say that I think he's struggling, but I mean that just shows how good he is.
2: yeah, and team's really key on him. They know he can shoot. They know not to leave him. And so he's doing what he can to help the team, which is distribute the ball to the scores and get rebounds. And he's doing that. He's doing a great job at it. You know, then last game against Tiger, he breaks it open and gets 19. Yeah. Uh, all of a sudden they focus their time on Peyton and Alex gets his turn. So. He's, he's ready. He's he's playing fine. He's doing mm. great. He's going to have a great second half of this season, and I'm excited. I, I love watching him play every day. <laughs> yeah,
1: and having those two, like we said at the beginning of the season, it's almost like you key on one and the other one's wide open. So you, uh, it's kind of hard to play a uh, canby right now because you key on uh, Peyton Myers after he's putting up 20 a game and then Alex breaks away for 19. Yep. So it's just one or the other. Can't really uh, decide on one. Um, so we're gonna, we talked to Ben Weiniger uh, last week about 5A. Uh, what are your thoughts on like jumping
2: down to the 5A level? I think for the grand scheme of things, that's gonna help out our athletes. Uh, it's good for the school. We're gonna have a lot of success. I mean, we're watching what the football's doing right now and they're having successful seasons at the 5A level. Uh, and I think across the board, it's gonna help every uh, sports program at, at Canby. Um, it's gonna hurt a little bit not playing the best of the best. Yeah, I mean, absolutely, especially in basketball and I even even in football, we are all we always have three of the top five or six teams in the state, and exactly. it's fun playing them. Now we're usually not winning those games, but it's still fun to compete against mm-hmm. them, and, and you always keep them close yeah. too. But it's a different mindset because now I feel we're going to be one of the top five teams in the state at the 5A level. So that will be fun and exciting. Just different challenges and, you know, different opportunity for the kids.
0: Have you really had any, like, thoughts on what, like, you want your expectations to be for the next upcoming seasons?
2: I think they pretty much stay the same. You know, we're we're striving to win league titles. We're going to strive to win every day. We're going to strive to get better playing our best basketball here at the end of February. Absolutely. So um, we
1: have a big thing here at Camby High School. I mean, we touched on it last time we uh, interviewed you is uh, Pack the Gym. And that's coming up this next week, uh, Saturday or no, Friday, Friday, Friday um, the 11th. And uh, talk about like that process and like how it starts.
2: So 12 years ago when I got the job, actually, when I was teaching, just teaching, I was assistant coach, I wanted I wanted my marketing kids to have some sort of big event to prepare for in the winter because marketing too is always during the winter term Mm -hmm. and we don't have homecoming or anything Mm -hmm. like that so we decided to make pack the gym and it's a we've been put two months into it right now Mm -hmm. and it's a big process uh getting the sponsors getting scripts down getting all the banners made the t-shirts made designing all of them
0: as a marketing 2 student, I had no idea that it was going to take this much work. I mean, I've had to go out out of my way after school hours to get sponsors, I mean, put in work making shirts, towels, whatever you name it. Um I I was blown away by how much effort this actually goes into
2: it. Yeah, and I I laugh when people say, "Why don't we pack it every night? Why don't we do pack the, <laughs> you know, pack the mat, pack the swimming pool, pack this?" And it's like, "Yeah, it's great to bring a lot of people to all these events but pack the gym special because we put so much effort into it and I mean this community's bought into it yeah uh, we can't thank them enough they're amazing and they've always stepped through for us and I remember when I started a lot of people pushed back oh we should charge five dollars a t-shirt we should charge three dollars a t-shirt get your money back you're not going to make any money I'm not we're not there to make money we're there to get our money back but that's comes from our community. Yeah, exactly. They're purchasing these this stuff for us and the students get to come to a huge event, get a free T shirt, free prizes, and just have a time of their life. And that's what we want to bring.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think it's like it's so unique to canby and like I think everyone looks forward to it every year. I mean, I've gone since I was a little kid. Yeah. And I mean I think it just gets, I think it, the brand grows bigger and bigger every year. So I think it's like, it's really special to kind of see the behind the scenes and how that's unfolded. Um, so like, uh, kind of touching on back on the season, like, what are your k- kind of goals for the rest of the way?
2: Well, we have seven games left before the playoffs. Uh, I'd like to see us win our home games and then go 500 on the road. Uh, at least. Mm -hmm. Um, that's sort of what our goal was at the beginning of the year uh, and I'd like to stick with that and I think it's doable with these seven games left Uh, we have a huge game on Tuesday against number one team in the state Tualatin and then we start the second half of the league and uh, then Friday we have packed the gym so that'll be a big event and that'll be a lot of excitement going on and it's a huge game for us because we got Lake Oswego coming and i think it's good for the it's huge for the girls too. They're going to ha- they're going to be in that atmosphere for the first time and it's going to be fun. To get us started on the second half. Yeah. Um so we're playing the number
1: 1 team in the state uh Tualton. Does like the thoughts to go into the game does that change playing against the top team or is it stay the same?
2: Uh it stays the same. That's what's great about being in a league. Uh all of our guys have played them. Yeah. Growing up. It's not a novelty thing. They're, it's still the same guys you've been playing mm-hmm. in the 6th, 7th, and 8th grade every year. So the whole number one thing doesn't really play into it. It's just you know it's going to be a tough battle. Yeah. You're going to be focused. They're going to be focused. And we're going to go out there and play. Yeah,
1: and uh, the Three Rivers League is so competitive to where anyone can beat anyone because last week uh, Lake O took down Walton and we were right with Lake O. So it's like
2: every team has a fighting battle. Yeah, I don't think there's an easy game in, in the Three Rivers League. Yeah, even Lake Ridge was competing with Twalton mm-hmm. at this last week. So yeah. you got to take everyone serious. You got to give them your best shot, and you got to be playing your best basketball.
0: I was just curious on um, so you guys went up against a four star recruit in Jackson Shellstad a couple of weeks ago. What was the preparation for trying to not necessarily stop him, but more contain him?
2: You always want to take away something. Right. Um, make them do something different. Our our big focus was let's take away his drive, let's take away uh, his number two guy mm-hmm. and Zeke, and let's try to make them beat us in a different way. And it worked there for a while. Uh, I think in the second half, Shilstad really opened it up and I was stepping back and hitting NBA threes on us. He hit two in a row. And whenever you hit a lot of shots really deep, all of a sudden now your defense, even if you've been practicing against it, you're going to press up a little bit. You're going to get a little yeah. closer to him. You're going to make sure he doesn't hit another one. And then that opens up the door for him to drive. And so you just have to, when it, when a four-star recruit like that's in, <laughs> in the game and he's in the zone, you just yeah. got to hope for the best. And he, he was special that night. I mean, I Sorry. haven't had a guy score 32 on us very often. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of like what makes
1: Camby special is like our defense is just there. It doesn't stop like doesn't matter who we're playing. I mean, I remember like Jackson stat has always been good. And freshman year uh we were playing him and all this hype on him came up and it's then, then the you stopped him.
0: If, is it, pack the gym night if I don't if yeah, I remember correctly.
1: Pack the gym night and he had like 10 and we're like, wow, he's really not that good. But then we're like, look who was guarding him. Our defense was just that good, and it just makes Cami special that way.
2: Yeah, yeah. I think our our boys buy in, mm-hmm. especially when they we have a game plan. You know, they're all in. They're gonna do their job, and we practice well. And I think when you're doing that, you're gonna see some special things on defense.
0: Um, I got a kind of a odd question for you, but can we get some some Uh, I guess contact. So when we get a highlight play and you know, there's a dunk, it's notorious that there's no reaction from you and kind of, kind of why is that? No, just kind of straight face, Bill (laughs) Bill Belichick style (laughs) coaching.
2: I get a lot of flack for that. Uh, I've been around the game a lot. I've seen a lot of things. I can't, I know my job. My job is to coach. My job is to be there, be that constant for the boys and I have assistant coaches, I have the bench, they're going to get hyped. They're going to be all in and doing the fun stuff. And my job is just keep going, keep going, keep going. I smile, I clap, I do all that watching film. (laughs) And I get really proud of the guys when they execute a play really well, and that's where I get the enjoyment. Um, In the moment, it's exciting, it's fun, but I have to – they're the other team's not stopping right you know unless there's a big timeout or anything so you just have to keep going and you if you watch me 10 years ago i probably was a little more excited excited about that and we didn't have very many dunks back then but if it did happen i probably would have been a little more excited but now i've sort of moved and i've improved as a coach and just move that way. Yeah. So,
1: like, after one of those big plays happens and, say, someone calls a timeout, does the huddle get crazy and is, like, everyone hyped? Or oh, yeah. are they trying to focus on the next play?
2: Oh, they're they're hyped. I'm trying to get them to focus. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, those times are always fun. Yeah, 100%. So,
0: um, you know, there's been a few technical fouls this year, and I know you have a rule. Uh, can you kind of explain to the viewers what that rule is for people who might not know? Yeah,
2: when I first got the job, I you got to be accountable for your actions. And even if they're not warranted, sometimes you'll get a technical foul in, in the high school basketball, uh usually because you're have a bad attitude towards the ref or you're doing something you're not supposed to be. And my rule is anyone who gets a, a technical foul in a game has to run 100 lines. And it's down and back. It's not sprints. It's a time to reflect what happened, Yeah, and how could you improve as a player or a coach. I've ran the 100 lines. Papa's ran the 100 lines. <laughs> Every staff member has to run if they get a tee. Yeah, And it goes for the kids, too. When we've had two kids this year have to run lines, and you know what? We do it before practice, and it's just a jogging back and forth, and it's you don't have to go all out. It's just time to reflect. Yeah, 100%. And um, so down
1: to the student section, student section has gone crazy this year. We've been really hype. Um, it's Cougar out for uh, pack the gym and- um, Well, every- we're gonna have shirts for everybody to wear. Yeah, exactly. And um, Matthew uh, Hagan, you listened to the last episode. Um, he had a doll <laughs> and I want to go back on this. We're going exotic for pack the gym. So like, how does the team feed off of the uh, student section?
2: They get us really going. Uh, I think the band gets us going. The cheer team gets us going. The students get us going. When you walk into that gym out of the uh, locker room and you hear the roar, you hear the, the crowd, just the buzz yeah. in the air, it, it's a special feeling. And your juices get going. And you your blood flows and you're, you're ready to go. And it's fun. It's a lot of ex-players, even opposing ex-players, come to me and say, man, I loved playing at Canby. That was so much fun. And it's to the point now, even in Pack the Gym, where coaches ask to be a part of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because they don't get that experience anywhere else. So it's, Canby's awesome. The students are awesome. I mm. I love it. I think we're getting better every year as a, as a student section. Exactly. So I'm, I couldn't be happier. Keep it up. Oh, Yeah. Well,
0: uh, I'm out of questions, so Jackie, got anything left? Yes, I
2: got uh, one more. Um,
1: so the whole uh, – we had a little thing. Um, you had the sideline, kind of had to quiet them down a little bit after uh, we had an oop. What was that like? Because, like, you know, we you're like, I got to stay col- uh, stone-faced, but the whole um,
2: sideline, do you, are they not allowed to go out? You mean in the bench or the yeah, student yeah, the section? Bench. The bench, yeah, you're not allowed to be on the court at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless it's a timeout, then you can step onto the court. And they, I don't know if they were rowing the boat or whatever they <laughs> were doing. But really, I I wasn't trying to calm them down. It was more of at that moment when I, we called the play, I knew I was going to sub guys out. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to get those guys in there because the quicker they get in there, more playing time they have, so it wasn't really calming them down. It was more of yeah. uh, if you're one in, you better be on the <laughs> bench <laughs> and so not run on the yeah. ground. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, thank you for yeah. uh,
1: coming yeah. on again. Yeah, this not, appreciate I was, you guys. Yeah,
0: it was nice to catch up and pack the gym February 11th. Be there, yes, be there.
1: We have t shirts, and the most there's people, the better because
2: we it's record. Not only t shirts, though, there's other prizes, there's yeah, gift cards, uh, restaurants, there's sweatshirts like, there's sweatshirts there's other prizes that you get to hang out with your friends yet. you get
0: to watch can be basketball yeah. that's yeah. the biggest w that's the big- the best all part. day
1: too right after school just stay after we got jv girls and then boys varsity yep right in a row
0: all right well thank you again for coming on thank you boys yep. thank you for listening to this week's episode of cougar country hometown sports and again we appreciate you guys for all the support
1: yes thank you Next week, we have yet another action-packed episode where we recap all sports and interview another great guest.